Going on. There we go. Representing the Be True podcast. I have a special guest today. Please introduce yourself, bro. Gemini Jack, Soren Jackson, Sean Jackson, whatever you want to call me. All right, we're going to get right into it. The song just played was J Rock. Is it worth it? The reason I chose that song was because, well, simply, it's just a hard ass song. The Redemption album was pretty good, solid overall, production wise. Enough said. What do you think about the about the features on that album? Uh, honestly, I haven't listened to that album. Yeah, I can't even give you an honest opinion. I'm a true slow jam, old school to the heart type of cat. Mm. I got OJ's, got some Usher, Paul, whatever. You know what I'm Everybody got their feelings about Usher. But uh, yeah, I, I haven't listened, but I, I rock with J Rock though, ironically. So, you said you know how people feel about Usher. So, what do you think he? Do you think that he reached the album that like he just like tapped out at? Because uh, I personally believe that it was Confessions. He, because uh, the the album after Confessions, so the whole album that was with uh, I can't think of the name of the album, but the whole so one climax. Yeah, here, yeah, that one, moving out, all that, that one right there. You know what I'm saying? If Usher had to go out, that's the album to go out to right there. Mm-hmm. It's one of those albums you can't just hit the next button on. Right. You can't swipe left. That album right there was, you know what I'm saying? Here Comes My Baby, Moving Mountains, Here I Stand, especially Here I Stand. That there, a classic that didn't really, uh, in, in North Carolina, or maybe even because I was overseas when it came out. Mm. It may have made it to the radio stations. But Here I Stand is a, you know what I'm saying? It's a golden classic. Mm. I don't know anything or anybody that could create anything that is as genuine and at the time that it came out or even at the time that I heard it. To where it's one of those songs you can hear, my kids can hear, my grandkids can hear, and it's just, it will touch that same nerve every single time. Right. You really can't debate that. I mean, you can if you want to, but that Here I Stand by itself was just some of everything. I know you said that you're an old school feel type of guy. Have you heard Jacquees' new album? Say it again. Have you heard Jacquees' new album? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, with Jacquees, okay, hear me out. Mm-hmm. That mixtape he did, Fuck a Love Zone, uh, Fuck a Friend Zone, I'm sorry, Fuck a Friend mm-hmm. Zone talking with, with Dave Loaf. Right. It, it, it was, that should have been the album. Anything he put out outside of that, you you can't you can't put out a mixtape and then try to put out an album to combat that mixtape. And mm. not saying he tried to do that, but I became a Jacquees fan when I heard Fuck a Friend Zone. Mm. That damn um You Belong to Somebody Else. 
Right. Man. And even outside of that, but to try to come back and make an album after doing that, literally, you had to top that, but there's no topping fuck a friend zone. Probably one of the best mixtapes I've heard in the last seven, eight years. Mm. I mean, just straight raw authentic. So I heard he has this one song on his album called uh, Whatever You Into, right? And he sampled the LL Cool J Boys the Men uh, Hey Lover. Now the song's actually pretty pretty good, but but like his EP that he dropped like I think the other day or two days ago, he has four songs on there, and I can tell you every song he stole or sampled from, I should say. That's why I'm like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Jockeys. Because it's like, but I mean, if it's if it's not an album, I mean, everybody samples. Like you but, can't you can't just disqualify somebody for sampling. I'm not disqualifying, but I'm saying like you know how like how he did BED, right? Right. He did four songs just like that. Hey, Jay Z said it, man. You made it a hotline. I made it a hot song. We just gonna let R and B. So 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 if it's R and B, it's cool. But no, I mean rappers do it every day. Damn, right. um, DJ Luke Nasty mm. took an R and B hot track and made it a hot song. I mean, it was a hot line from um, that damn. Uh, let me, uh, girl, I know you might be high. But you know what I'm saying? He sampled, was it in Vogue or damn? I think it was 702. 702, whoever the group was or whatnot. Could be wrong, though. Ain't nobody damn mad at that shit. Yeah, it could be wrong. I can't bring a cup or hand the damn name of the song. <laughs> but, or it might, yeah, I think it was in Vogue. Mm. If I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, at the same time, though, hell, everybody sampled Kanye. Came up off a of sampling, but the, the way wire, the wire wouldn't be the same if it wasn't for Shaka Khan, right? Dipset wouldn't even be in a discussion, and I mean Slick shouldn't be in a discussion for best male rap group because a lot of damn a lot of shit. Cam said Cam kind of just fucked up Dipset. Dipset so. in a whole, I, I, I truly think so. That whole mm-hmm. damn uh, Oshkosh, Bagosh, my guy, uh, all that bullshit, like, eh. But I fuck with Dipset because of Joel Santana, Hellrell, right. J.R. Ryder. Like, you know what I'm saying? They are the ones that had me fuck with. Cam, every time Cam stepped on the mic, it was like Birdman stepping on the mic. <laughs> it was like, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Right. And I didn't so, ask for so, permission to cuss on your podcast, but so so with Santana, right? Like I feel that uh, he was the type of artist that depends on like other artists for him. Oh, to, like, why something. would you say that though? Okay, so okay, so now you remember that time period between it was between right before We Fly High when he tried he tried to do that Skull Game bullshit. You could go even before then. Santana was hotter before. I can't feel my face. That's how he made it to I Can't Feel My Face. That's why Wayne started fucking with him. He had the whole damn, uh, man, look. He, right. Mr. Also, Postman and damn TikTok, but you remember Home Run? Home Run. 
but 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 do you remember the whole the whole situation with Homer? I don't remember the situation. I don't I don't okay, get into so, the weeds of this shit. So I like to so listen when to he was the music. The video, right? He waited until Wayne got out of prison to shoot the video. Mind you, the song was See, already. What the fuck that got to do with the song, though? Listen, the song's already two years old by the time they shot the video. So it's like you can't even like strike on the prime marketing for that. Know what I mean, you know, you, you know how New York is. Like once you have a song out, you have to, you have to get the visuals out just as fast. But mixtapes you know, didn't was... target to the main market. Mixtapes targeted underground. Okay. They wanted underground niggas that could wait. They don't want motherfuckers that. I'll download and buy whatever I hear on the radio. Right. Fuck with the radio playing. I want to know what the damn... I go, you know what I'm saying? Even now, I go to the clubs now. Mm. I don't fuck with the new music. I don't fuck with Lil Uzi Vert. I don't fuck mm. with Lil Yachty. I don't fuck with damn 21 Savage. I don't... None of Mumble rap. I don't do mumble rap. Mm. But you got to fuck with what's appealing at the moment and shit. And at that point in time, Lil Wayne had took mixtapes and made it a whole new thing at that time. Mm. When he went through the whole damn squad up and drought movement. Because I can't even just say drought drought movement. You got to include squad up. How 50, man? He was doing that shit before 50 was popping. Nah, he got you that. You can't say from 50. No, how? He did. The 50 how? Cent Future? Okay, you remember 50 Cent the Future? God's plan? Nope. The damn, uh, the nope. Mark, uh, no I remember person. goddamn Squad Up 1. I mean, Squad Up 2. I remember Drop 1. I remember Drop 2. No. Well, no. Fuck that. No. It might have been. It might have been on paper. It might have been before. But nobody was fucking with 50 until Wankster dropped. Until Eminem Whoa. discovered that nigga. Oh, so he's so he saying his mixtape buzz was nothing. I don't remember downloading any goddamn 50 cent mixtapes. I didn't buy no 50 cent mixtapes in high school. I had all them shits. No. But, but, I, I but you older, are you younger than me. So <laughs> me growing up, fit, Wankster was a shit. And even with Wankster, the main talk of Wankster was the goddamn big booty motherfucker in the goddamn maroon balore suit. Oh, I knew you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody wanted to be a gangster when I was growing up. Now everybody wanna be a dancer, damn B2K type motherfucker now growing <laughs> up. When it was growing, I was growing up, I graduated class of 06, 2006. Right. It was about being a gangster at that time, yo. If you mm-hmm. if you weren't trying to be a gangster, yo, you want shit. And of course, now now that we grown and older and shit. I'm not going damn disclassified as damn declassified as foolish, like how Trump does the fucking country mm. or intelligence community, I should say. I'm not going to classify that shit as foolish, but like as a grown man now with my own house, my own kids and shit, like, yeah, I still hey, who who don't want to be a gangster, <laughs> but. That shit ain't for everybody, man. If you, you're not willing to damn put in work, you're not willing to damn sacrifice shit, you're not a gangster. Yo. Yeah, you might sell little pebbles on the side, but no, like people got the whole term gangster misconstrued and shit. Mm. And that's what them 90s kids, your motherfucking damn generation did and shit. They misconstrued. Because you're a 90, but you're a 90s baby, nigga. Hey, I made it in the 80s, motherfucker. It's three years. You was three. It don't matter, yo. It's a different damn generation. It's, well, not generation. It's different damn 
time period, man. I'm not I saying like all of y'all are damn fucked up, but the mentality of the young boys coming up and shit. That's why I be hard on my son now. I'm like, we not, we not having that damn bullshit. Like, yeah, you could dance and all of that, but you're going to know what it is to be a man. You're going to know what it is to then hold your own. Like, it's not, no, you, I'm just going to call the cops on you. You gonna, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, we don't do empty threats in this house. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. They're not teaching people that nowadays. Not even people. They're not teaching the youth that nowadays. Mm. So, and my beautiful wife just walked in, looking at me crazy. Who the hell you talking to? We got a little podcast going on. So, so I would say that that for my peer group, the cutoff would be right ninety six, ninety seven. The reason I, I mean, say that is I cut off like the, anything after damn 92, man. Anything after 92 kind of got weird and shit. Did it? Uh, in my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion, it kind of got just got weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I- to, to get to the point to where so, I know everybody say history repeats itself, right? Mm-hmm. So, you could damn Google pictures of the Isley brothers back in the day, and they got rompers on. Mm-hmm. Not the, not the shorts, but the whole full size goddamn right. rompers on and shit. Damn blouses, uh, shit. blouses with damn uh, ruffles in it and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then, bam! You know what I'm saying? Now, once the '80s and '90s came along, it was kind of yeah. It, Let's be gangster and shit. Mm. It's a misidentity. We don't know as a black community. We don't know. It's okay if you want to be gay. It's okay if you want to damn sell drugs. It's okay if you want to use drugs. And you know what I'm saying? Not everybody says it's okay. <laughs> Not everybody says it's okay. But you'll have the majority of people saying, you know, we don't judge. Be who you are. We'll love you regardless. But then it's like a whole other side. I, I was, uh, I'll say I was born into Christianity. Mm. As of this day, I, I don't have a religion or religious preference. Right. As of today. Mm-hmm. Because I feel it was designed to control the masses. Mm-hmm. So pretty much say, hey, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you do this, you're going to hell. Right. So when you get a pastor that's doing what y'all saying we're not supposed to do, where he going? Where's she going? Right. And then bam. Okay, yeah, it's your fate to go to hell. I'm telling you, man, my drill sergeant back in 2009, Fort Jackson, he told me, if any of you are scared to die downrange, meaning down in the war zone in Afghanistan, Iraq, wherever you may be, it's set in stone. There's nothing you could do to change your outcome in life. Right. You can't, you could eat healthy. I knew a doctor that ate healthy, ran every day, fasted, like, this mug was healthy. Should have mm-hmm. lived to be about a hundred and 
maybe damn near 200. Mm-hmm. Died in a car accident at the age of 21. Right. And I know a crackhead that's about 80 years old right now. <laughs> Holding. Still going. Holding it in. <laughs> Getting it in every day. Moving around. You don't need no nursing home. Just need some crack to keep going. Right. Like, who is to say this is that, this is right, this is wrong? Right. How can you tell me that? No, you can't. Based off of writings, anybody, I could write something down right now, and a thousand years later, somebody will read it and be like, look, this is law. This is what it means. I could say, yo, smoke marijuana every single day, and you will live a happy life. Right. And they will make that a religion. A thousand years from now, if I bury it in my backyard and somebody digs it up, come on! Now, how you can't, you can't just yeah, go bear- his story, his or her story. Like, come on! You can't just go based off. Of, you can't go off of what you hear. My right. mama kept me in the church. Mm-hmm. Kept me in the church. I when I, the day I got baptized, I think I was about six years old when I got baptized. And I'm thinking, like, she told me they're going to dump you in some water and they're going to bring you out. Mm. In my head as a kid, as a six-year-old, and I remember it vividly to this Mm. day, I remember it. I'm thinking I'm about to get dumped in some water, go swimming with little fishes and everything. (laughs) As a kid, like, I had that in my head. I'm going to be in there with fish and they're going to bring me back up. No, it was none of that. But the same pastor that baptized me was doing dirt. So, take it or leave it at the end of the day. Don't put your trust in just one person. Oh, Pastor Jones said this. Pastor Jones said that. That sounds a lot like Massa said this. Massa said that. Take it or leave it. The way I see it is, you know, because I, I recently started reading up on the uh, the nation, the nation of gods and earth. Right. Uh, you know, they 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 feel that you know there's eighty five percent of the dumb death line, right? Then you have ten percent, which is the the people that's keeping them dumb death line, the, the I.E. the pastors, like you were saying, and then the five percent that the, the of the poor, the, the poor and righteous. Where the whole term five cents come from. So that's the way that's the way I'm starting to see things now lately. As I get older, you know. Um, but who made that step? That step to what? That stat, not step stat. S T A T. Yeah. Oh well, if it's if it's hundred percent, you know. No, I'm saying who down? Yeah, who broke that stat down to you? Oh, oh. Uh, Was it man? Yeah, the the, the father uh, supreme Allah. So. If the religion I was brought up in mm-hmm. made me to believe, don't trust in man. It's either Jesus Christ or God. Mm-hmm. Can't go off of what man say. Mm-hmm. What gives me the right to say you're wrong and I'm right? Forgot the term for it. That's uh, not a term. It's not it, a term. you can't Free even. Will? No. You correct? can call it whatever you want to call it. Right. But it's what makes you right and me wrong. 
if you believe in reincarnation and I believe I'm going to heaven or hell, what makes me right? What makes you wrong? Mm. That's what my issue with religion is. It's too much religion. It's too many things that you can convert to or join. Right. Jedi is a religion. Beyonce Jedi, is. Jedi, Beyonceism. Like, come on. No, get the fuck out of here. Before we were captured as slaves, we believed in damn spiritual divinity. We are God. Spiritual, we were kings. We were queens. But now we're getting called. The cops could get called. You standing outside of your house selling lemonade. Like, damn. I'm praying to God. Yo, man, please help me. And the other man is praying to God. No. Please help me. Help me keep these damn niggers in line. Help me keep them from doing this, doing that, from disobeying me. Why the hell does it say in the Bible, slaves, obey your masters as you would obey me? The fuck does that mean? Mm. What the hell does that mean? Before we got brought from Africa into America, didn't know nothing about Christianity. But now, African Americans will break their backs to push Christianity. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. A religion that was not even made for you. Right. This religion told you to obey your master as you obey me. Even working in damn technology. You have a master drive and you have a slave drive. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Right. Fixing computers. I got a master drive and I have a slave drive. The master drive tells the slave drive what to do. Get the fuck out of here, man. Did you see Birth of a Nation? Man, did I? About three times. Everything that I've been telling you. You can only read out of these certain passages. Mm -hmm. And then even Birth of a Nation plays into what Kanye said. Slavery was a choice. I'm not condoning it and I'm not condemning it. If you got man, you, as as you know, being mm-hmm. in the military, mm-hmm. privates outnumber NCOs. Mm-hmm. You might have three NCOs, four NCOs per platoon. Mm-hmm. The rest specialists and privates. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you letting this one motherfucker tell you what to do when y'all outnumber this motherfucker? Mm. It's all out of respect. They taught these motherfuckers how to respect them and shit. As a private, you're not going to stop out of line. Be like, no, Sergeant, I ain't about to do that shit. Because you know you would get fucked up. (laughs) As a slave, you step up and tell a damn, not even a damn master. But his motherfucker overseer. Mm. No, I'm not about to do that shit. He's going to fuck you up. That right. shit has just ro- it rolls downhill. Generation after generation rolls downhill. What the now, fuck can you do? Now, what I took from the movie was three things. I took that uh, always search for knowledge. 
I took. Uh, but who does that though? I mean, that that's what we should do. Right. But you buy a brand new damn laptop, brand new phone, and bam, a little booklet pops out with the instructions. Man, toss this shit to the side. I figure it out. <laughs> Who the fuck is actually going page by page? I'm going to read this shit. And that's where they put the answers to all your questions. Right. Don't nobody want to fucking read and shit. If I pull up on the damn Facebook post, if your shit got see more on it, no, motherfucker, I'm not reading every single thing you just typed. <laughs> I don't want to take that time out of my life to read. Right. And that's where they fucking got us. You don't want to take that time out. You didn't read the terms and conditions. You rock up, somebody do you dirty in business, and you walk up, be like, yo, I want my fucking money back. They say, oh, no, it's no money back. Yeah, the fuck you mean? I bought this shit. You better give me my money back. No, right. you didn't read the terms and conditions. This shit said all sales is final. Directly in the middle of this five-page description that they gave you. But you didn't want to read all through five fucking pages. You just was like, all right, yeah, skim through it. All right, cool. Yeah, let me sign my name. Bam. It's the final. It's, you can't do nothing about it. It's final. The other two things I took from that movie was uh, a man is nothing without his woman believing in him. Like, like you know, like a strong woman leads for a strong man. You know, like you're, you're and even I could I could argue with you that even all that with uh, cause you know you know like you know after his wife got raped that's that's when he got the whole inspiration the whole plan and all that. But and the third thing was to uh, it's not about revenge, it's about what's right or wrong. Those are the three things I took from that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm saying that because I'm kind of lost words right now. Like, <laughs> I really, I, I don't agree with that. I can't agree with that. What? Do, do, uh, uh, agree with, with, with that being in the movie or agree with? with what you just said, honestly. The last, the last, literally the last two points that you made, the last two okay, statements so, you made. So, do you remember? Let's start with the. The wife? Yeah. Let's okay, so you remember she remember she got raped, right? Yep. Okay. And um and um he had like he prayed on it and, and, and when he prayed on it the the, the 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 scripture had popped open on, on, on in the Bible, right? Right. And then and, 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 and then remember he, he he went to go talk to her and then you know he was like, Hey, you know, I, I feel God has called me to do this, you know, and, and, and she was like, you know, even though I, I know it's gonna happen to you, I, I, I still believe in you, and you know if you feel that's right, go ahead. That's that's her believing in him. You see what I'm saying? Even though she know how it's gonna turn out, I don't think she imagined okay. how it's gonna turn out. But now I mean, yes, now that you broke it down, all right, all right, but I can't give all credit. I don't, I don't even think you gave all credit to. Like I always believe the women is the backbone of a black man. Black right. woman is the backbone of a black man. Mm-hmm. Gives him strength. Mm-hmm. I can't say whether he would have did that what he did with or without the black woman. Mm-hmm. But I think when a motherfucker fed up it's time to step up regardless what you got to your left or your right. Right. So I'll take that back. I can agree with what you said, though. 
Okay. Even and, with my old lady, man. With my old right. lady, she'll put some sense in my head after a while. Because men, as African American men or African men, black men, regardless, oh, we'll like as soon as we get something in our head, it's like, yo, let's go destroy. Right. And it's not the first. We don't just think like let's go destroy. But after trying to play nice and playing nice doesn't work, mm-hmm. let's go destroy. And then the black woman will come in at, in some situations, not all, and kind of diffuse it and make you take a step back and look at it in a different perspective. Right. So I could give you that. I'll give you that one. Okay, now the third point was it's not about uh, revenge, it's about what's right or wrong. Now the scene I'm talking about was when um remember they was like like going to all the plantations like killing folks. It was it was like it was like right before they got shot. Yeah. Okay, so he was like he was like, "Hey man, what you owe me back for, man? I'm trying to get my revenge too." He was like, "It ain't about revenge, man. Like it, 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 it ain't about that. It, it, it's about what's right." You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if you go into it with a, with, with a malicious intent, then, then you will miss the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's one they get back, not even realizing that we're not even we, we doing it just because slavery is wrong. Not 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 for us getting revenge on these folks. You know what I'm saying? Slavery in itself is the whole issue. Not your personal feelings. The bigger picture. Because I mean, so I can come at that in different angles. Okay. The way I'm gonna come at it is, you get up, you go to work every day, right? Mm-hmm. To provide a living for yourself, if not for a family. Mm-hmm. If at anything for yourself, if you have any type of respect for yourself. Mm-hmm. So to say, I don't go to work to get paid. I go to work. To just damn uh, contribute to society. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. You go to fucking work so your lights don't get cut out. Right. You go to work so you don't get put out your fucking house. So you can't say, damn, you know what I'm saying, that I'm doing this because of that. Or right. I'm living like this because of that. Like, at the end of the day, you're not in a position to say that I'm just working because I want to work. Ain't nobody fucking working just because they want to work unless they working for themselves. Mm-hmm. You're not going to work. You're not getting up at fucking 5.30, 6 a.m., Monday through Friday, just because you love that shit. <laughs> you're doing that shit to survive. Mm. Gotta survive at the end of the fucking day. That's how I feel better shit. So. I feel it. Take it or leave it. I see but, point. And that's the whole good thing about this shit. We, I can see your point. Because y'all, me and you, we, you know, we came up to the ranks in the military. Right. I got you when you was a young Joe under <laughs> my wings, man. I put you under my wings as soon as I met you. Hot-headed, too, boy. I ain't give a fuck. Yeah, you was a hot-headed, Yeah. <laughs> you got me in some trouble and shit. 
<laughs> I already break your neck. <laughs> but I trusted in your ass. I believed in your ass. So, and even that proves the point. I don't know if it was just the military in me being in the army or what, but it was like the first time I met you, it was like, all right, I got a damn. Because I had already been at my first duty station, then I got to a second one when I met you. Right. So I already knew what the army was for a whole straight year. Right. Won't prime, won't season, nothing, but I kind of knew. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was fast tracking anyway. But when I seen you, I was like, yeah, this motherfucker needs somebody. Take him under his wing real quick. Right. Look out for him and shit. That's what I did. That's what the fuck American here is. Shit. Now they already know. Fuck that. Not even don't even need that. We need to get this motherfucker Trump out the fucking office. That's what the fuck we need and shit. Everybody complain about Obama and shit. But, but they don't got thing. shit it's to like, say. You can't get Trump out of office. I mean, you can, but do you want to? Because then you'll get pence. Like, that motherfucker ain't any better. But, but this thing, like, like, like a whole impeachment is, is like a political move. Like, they, like, you, like, you can impeach a president and it can still be in office. That makes sense? No, not at all. But that's how it is. Like, like, the whole impeachment process. Like, Clinton, Clinton was technically impeached, but he was still in office. See what I'm saying? But he so ended like, up getting the fuck up out of there after a while, though. But you can't get him out of there unless you kill him. So it's like, yeah, that, that ain't gonna happen because they got doubles and shit and all type of crazy security measures. But still, like, and then after that, you gotta deal with Pence. And after, and matter of fact, you're not getting Trump influence out of there until you get to what the fucking Department of Justice. Yeah, yeah, he got his got fucking kids and shit the... in there, man. Yeah, he got all his kids in that motherfucker, man. <laughs> Dude, I can't hear this shit. You know. Cause my thing is, is like you know, just just ride it out. It's 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 it's, it's like a repeat of Reagan for me, the, the way the way I see it. Nah, it's a repeat of damn uh, Nixon. You, you want to give Nixon yet already? What the fuck you mean already? You should have been had Nick. He worse than Nixon. Cause Nixon Nixon had those- didn't have as much. Nixon had one scandal. This motherfucker that had about ten. Nixon ain't fucked no damn. Let Obama damn get caught up with some fucking Playboy models or prostitutes. From day one, nigga, Michelle would have shut that shit down. <laughs> the fuck you mean, man? No. They done gave Trump too many fucking passes, man. You can't get that many fucking passes. Yeah, you right. You, your whole damn, your whole first administration that came under investigation. If that shit would have happened to Obama, they would have been like, it was just another black man from the hood, this, this, and that. But you since know what's even Trump funny about fucking that? rich, you they don't say shit. That? Rich and Fox white, News. they don't say shit. Fox News never called that man President Obama, bro. And then they're not calling him, well, CNN, they never called Trump President Trump, meaning. Well, they probably have, but they call him Trump, though. So that shows you whose side, who is on and shit. Yeah, I gotta find another headphone for you because my shit about to die, and I got to damn get my shit charged. They, but uh, it's but the reason why I, I I I was I was I wasn't seeing the Nixon thing at first because you know Nixon ran twice, and you know like 
I don't know how, how you want to break up his presidency because like you, you you can look at that, his presidency all type of different ways. Cause cause he cause he also had Vietnam too. You know what I mean? So it's like whoa, like <laughs> we don't even know what the fuck how, how to categorize Vietnam in itself because people don't even it's not even a war technically. It it, it was a conflict. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Cool. <clears throat> like I had to switch headphones real quick. So it's like you know, there's there's. Well, every every president has they has they shit. I think because, I mean, Obama wasn't on peaches and cream. Like he 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 pushed that gauge and it kind of hard. So, I mean, you know, that's neither here nor there. I'm I'm not just I'm not saying I'm not gonna I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there. I'm not nothing against gay people on there, but just saying that was like his that was like his whole presidency basically. <laughs> Get the all the gay rights passed. It's like damn. But then again, that goes back to, to, to you know, like like no president is, is concerned with the with the black, the black population or 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 issues, if you will, rather. And you know, I know a lot of people look looked looked at Obama for for that uh for that hope, but it's like you know, there's only so much he can do on top of like how much so much he, he can do that will what and and if it to be received the wrong way. They had a whole damn week. Uh, thing about him wearing a damn tan suit. I don't know if you remember that shit. It was taupe or some shit, like some weird off khaki color, but they was upset about that. So it was like he, he had to be like on his like P's and Q's to the to the point like, you know, I'm just here. I'm just a figurehead. What you think?